My name is Drew Burns, and I'm a part of a small group of dentists who believe something crazy. We believe the standard of care is just not good enough. We demand the best of ourselves and the best for our patients. We believe the best way, no, the only way to practice dentistry is on our own terms. If you ask the dental consultants or the corporate CEOs, they tell you that what we're doing isn't smart, that fee-for-service dentistry is dead, and that the golden age of dentistry is over. Yet, while others focus on profits first, we focus on the patient first. And yet our offices are some of the most profitable in the entire country because we invest in ourselves and we are doing things right. It's our name on the door and it's our reputation on the line. My name is Drew Burns and I am a fee-for-service dentist. This is the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast and these are our stories. And, and I still, to this day, if I have that conversation, my answer is I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not going to give you a date because I don't want to retire when someone says I have to retire, you know, right. but it's easy for them to do the backwards math. Right. So that's another story. So, so, so you, so this is the first one. Now this is the one where the guy wants 20 down, sound yep. shaky. Yep. Your, your, um, your dental radar goes off and says, Hey, this guy's full of, you know what? This isn't, yeah, this isn't it. He's just so talking. plan two. So what's the second? Which is great. And he's a nice guy. You know, I, I ran into him at a wedding. He still hadn't sold at that point in time. And okay, great. You know, once again, you're ready when you're ready, but I got to yeah. start my life. So we that's went right. our separate ways. Yeah, we don't have to um, intersect. That's right. right. That's fine. So then the so, second attempt, then I started working with the brokers. Um, okay. Or rather, I found out from the bank, hey, there are brokers that are actually actual buy and sell transactions. People actually want to sell an office. Okay. Um, so the second attempt was about a half hour from where I am right now. Um, the numbers look better than the first one. He he owned the condo and the office and was willing to let go of both. Sell both, yeah. That sounds great, honestly, from a young perspective. If I can get in on the real estate early, that obviously behooves me down the line. Um, but his issue wasn't that he wanted he – he still wanted to sell, but what he wanted for the real estate was like 80000 more than what it was really worth. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't budge on that. Mm-hmm. So I had to walk away from that. Um, once again, you know, he's an older guy. Oh, you know, you can just pay me outside of the side. Uh, no, no. <laughs> you know, it's not how real estate, I'm young, but that's not how real estate works. Yeah. Um, well, you know that there are certain people that I was taught this early on by some mm-hmm. other dentists that when I looked, I looked at dentists that were 20, 30 years, my senior, that they had the value in the real estate. They didn't understand sometimes the value of the practice or or whatnot, but their retirement was going to be their real estate and they didn't keep up the practice. They didn't keep up the building. They didn't keep up whatever it was. And the, and the property's worth what the property's worth. And it just, I, I, I totally understand. That. So, mm-hmm. so this is through a broker now. So that was two. Number three, is it a similar scenario? Broker gives you another guy. Number three really sounded great. It was a nice office. Once again, 20, 30 minutes from where I ended up settling a different direction. Uh-huh. Um, the numbers looked great. The rent was a little high for me. Um, Mm -hmm. but the guy wanted to sell for real and the office was doing well. Uh, it had growth over the past three years. He had hired like a consulting firm and they had helped him fix his systems because he knew three years ago, my wife is retiring. I want to get out. So let me make this look as valuable as possible, but legitimately valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, but the problem is he wanted the broker 
was getting paid 5% off of me and 5% off of him. And the broker mm-hmm. drove it to, I want to say, 85% of last year's collections, which is just the higher, like, no, no, you know, the mm-hmm. bank will cut you off at 80, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, but the problem with the broker was he wouldn't let me speak to the owner, right? So like, if you and I sat down, had a beer and had some conversation over numbers, we may be able to come to headway. But if I can't get to you and the broker's telling you X, Y, and Z behind your back, it may be a different story. I, 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 I wish I had better experiences with some brokers and some friends that it, it's, it's unfortunate because I think mm-hmm. they have a valuable service and, and I think the great ones are the great ones, but like any profession, just like ours, there's some bad apples and yep. it really colors it. So let's talk about what ended up working out. What, what drove you? Yes. What, what, so what was the appeal? Door number four. The door number door four. Number what was the appeal behind Carol Merrill? What was, what was the appeal? So door number four was within the same county as door number three, um, mm-hmm. almost identical numbers. The rent was about a thousand lower and it was completely fee for service. Okay. Now going Started right out. Fee for service. Right straight from fee for service. And that's what you were looking for. Correct. Now okay. graduating from dental school, I don't know, you know, what other dental schools my, around my age were doing, but you never heard of fee for service in dental school. They did not teach that. They discussed that it was a thing. And then slid right past it. And any faculty member will tell you, and I don't want to say any, but a lot of the faculty members will tell you that the golden age of dentistry is dead. And it used to be a time where everybody paid cash and that's no longer. Insurance is killing the business, corporations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I graduated dental school in 89. And I heard the exact same thing. Yep. Exact same thing. So 20 years, give or take from when you graduated, exact same scenario. And it's worse now because I think that, well, I think the dental schools are in bed with corporate and some other things because money influx is coming from because they're trying, you know, that's their pool of working people that they're trying to covet and bring. And so Mm -hmm. what they're doing is they're, they're pumping money into them. I know my dental school in the state of New York state doesn't cover very much of what it used to, but the amount of money that's coming in from your corporate dental sites is tremendous and it's really clouding and and skewing that line but that's another that's a political advertisement we'll, we'll <laughs> pause for a pause for a brief Our station quick, identification quick so, <laughs> so so let's go into it so you, you want the fee-for-service practice you find it you, you're you're in it uh you negotiate it uh let me ask you this just just mm-hmm. a curiosity at the final negotiation did you feel, and this was by a broker still too? Correct. Okay. Did you feel that you got a fair deal and the owner that sold, did they feel they got a fair deal or did you feel you both had to compromise somewhat? Um, by the numbers, I felt it was a fair number, but the brokering firm I use was quote unquote dual representation. Yeah. Which means, you know, the number is what the number is. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, the number looked good to me right from the jump. Um, so I, I, I could have, you know, tried and haggled maybe five grand here or there, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have walked away from that number. Okay. So it made it very, that, that part, that part, I did not, I, I did not. And if I had to do this again, I would not go dual citizen, uh, dual citizenship. Uh, I would not go, <laughs> I would not go dual representation again because yep. that's just not possible. Right. If, if you're suing me and I'm suing you and we got the same lawyer, who's he working for? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so you felt, you felt you got a fair deal though? Yes. The numbers wise, I felt like I got a fair deal. 
Yeah. Was there something else that you didn't feel was fair? Um, because I'm kind of getting that. I, back. The person I bought it. So there's always, you know, the bottom line once you get into the office, right? You know, you think you have something until you pop the hood, and then you see, okay, this needs work. This needs work. So when I finally popped the hood and found out why this office was where it was, come to find out the years prior, she bought it from somebody else who was doing double the numbers. So she bought it from somebody who's doing, you know, one point something. It got cut in half and then she sold it to me. So the numbers looked great, but the numbers were on the decline prior to her. Mm-hmm. That I did not know mm-hmm. until I had signed and the ink was dry. So then it became, okay, well, I'm buying a practice where people were leaving left and right before I even got there. Now there's a new change. Um, and the transition was night and day. I, you know, she sold it to me on like a Tuesday. I was there Friday. We sent a letter in the mail. And I don't even know if the letter made it to everybody. So right off the bat, the transition, I lost a lot of people I never even got to meet. Okay. So, so this happens, right? So it, 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 I think that's a common thing. I think you start seeing equipment held together by scotch tape and bubble gum, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of things. And, and it's always the same case. Or, you know, it's supposed to be fully stocked and you get in there the first day, you run out of gloves. You know, and there's no yep. amalgam or there's no composite or whatever it is. And, it, you know, had to because I remember looking right in the eye of the guy that's selling the practice, my first practice. And he was like, is practice fully stocked? I said, yes, my first day in practice, we ran out of gloves. First day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Fully stocked? Isn't that even gloves enough for one day? We had no matrix bands. Yeah. So, you know, so it's it's something. And you learn the hard way. So... You bought the practice, it's fee for service, and it's and you gotta feel right now that the practice is absolutely in a free fall. So that had to be scary because you just signed absolutely. your name on the line. You took another loan, I'm assuming. The future of fee for service dentistry is based in membership patients. If you need help starting your membership plan, or if your plan is too big for your team to manage, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com to set up your free membership growth solution demo with our team. Yes. You have probably still some student other loans, so you've got this, this debt cloud over your head. What, where are you at? What, what, what do you do to regain your sanity or get things back on track? Uh, well, I figured, okay, well, the office I currently have is only open three and a half days a week. Mm-hmm. So I have some free time. So first thing is I was in my office all the time. You know, the phone rang, I was there. You know, the best ability is availability. Let me just mm-hmm. be here. Seeing as I don't be get there. to meet people, let me just be here. Let me just mm-hmm. find out how the computers work. Let me find out how the x-ray room works. Just so I'm not a stranger in my own new house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also went the route of, okay, well, it's, I moved from a city to a community where it seemed like everybody knew everybody's name. Mm-hmm. So how can I get involved? I tried to be a board member at an old folks home 25 minutes away. It was nice, but it didn't fit my personality. You know, it, it was something I was forcing to try and get to meet people. I tried the, the Chamber of Commerce thing, forcing it to try and meet people. And then I forget how I came across this, but somebody pointed myself in the direction of Little League football and, 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 and rec basketball. Okay, now we're talking. Now I don't have to force it anymore. Now it's something it's I passion. genuinely like. Right, yeah. and I genuinely like it. I have the free time. I'm in a community where, you know, I'm kind of made it, but not really made it. Let me start giving back. Um, And it's just good faith to the community. You know, people know me as Dr. Cruz. They also know me as, you know, I've dressed, if you see my Facebook, I've dressed up in ridiculous costumes and gone around 
you know, I've run a, a 5K in a Tooth Fairy costume. You know, you know me from a different body of work, whether it's this or this or this or this or this, and that kind of stuff adds up in a community like that. So I figured, okay, well, that should at least be a starting point I could commit to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just became, you know, hey, every person just trying to get better at what I did. You know, I learned customer service relatively well in Manhattan, but fee for service is a different animal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to learn that instantly. instantly. So you, three and a half days was what the practice had. Mm-hmm. Would you say it was a three and a half day practice or was it really a two and a half day practice that was stretched out? Some months, two and a half stretched out, some months, three and a half. You know, the okay. first year to two years was, was, was very, very scary because um, you feel like you're successful and then all of a sudden the loans kick in because you're just paying the first six months interest only. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden the bank account goes up and then the bank account goes back down and then it goes up and then it goes down and then it becomes, okay, well, how much do I need the account in the first place? Okay, mm-hmm. well, how much am I paying myself? Yeah. Wait, I need is, payroll? Is there anything left for me to take home? Can right. I get 20 I bucks for the week for food? Month? You know, <laughs> my ramen profitable? I've heard that phrase. Is that a real thing? You know, I remember the first day or the, around the first two, three days, I had two days to get ready in between the transition, quote unquote. And my new office manager turns to me and goes, so what are we doing to process credit cards? It was at that moment that I realized I genuinely don't know what I'm doing right now. This is a whole different level of things I've never had to think about as an associate. How am I going to charge people? That's always just been there. Right. Tax identity. You got to get tax identification number and then you got to have All the business. And, Everything. Yeah. Things that I never thought were things. Okay. Well, what about postage? I would just mail things out through the companies that I worked in and never thought twice about it. Now all of a sudden I have to register for Pitney Bowes and, have a whole account and have a machine. All those things added up. And I was like, oh, this is a totally different ball game. That I, no one has warned me about really. But I mean, you know, you learn it. You, it's trial by fire. You, you wake up, you learn it, and then you commit it to memory. And if you yeah. don't, it costs you a couple thousand, and then you learn it after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you learn it the easy way or the hard way. So what helped you learn those things besides making mistakes? What, 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 um, uh, what kind of research, you know, what kind of, was there any professional affiliations? Was there any help? Was your accountant of help? Was there, uh, oh, and, yeah, definitely. And, and, definitely. who helped, who helped you learn some of these things? I, I'm going to be honest. Definitely my accountant, Ryan Malone, great accountant. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of like understanding terms, you know, he was very patient with me and I told him, listen, treat me as if I don't know anything, explain mm-hmm. everything. I don't care how insulting you think it is. Um, and then honestly, you know, shameless plug, but how I met you, the FIFA service podcast and the, I would listen to these, somebody's got a tip. Somebody's doing something that I need to start doing. Wait, we're walking people in and out and we're, you know, I remember a point when hand warmers, really? Yeah. Hand warmers, you know, pillows and headphones. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? You know, just just listening to you guys and more important than anything, honestly, like I said, I graduated not knowing fee for service existed. I felt for the first year, like I, I, I was by myself until I reached out and saw on Facebook, there were people like you and Chris Phelps and, and, and Drew who are just posting every day about stuff that we only have to deal with. You know, like I would go to friends and even my, my, my former boss and ask him questions. You know, how to blah, 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 blah. But I know 
he doesn't deal with that. He has a different set of issues. Mm-hmm. You know, How much pressure did you feel with that model and with that stuff going on to sign up for this insurance plan because they're going to promise you X number of patients? Oh, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but I, I definitely asked you three different times just to see what your response would be each time. I remember I we had a conversation, but... Yeah, yeah, I was wondering if it was... I, I mean, I've asked... I almost hit that panic button several times. I would turn to my office manager and say, what if we just took one? And then she would just look at me and I'd go, okay. You know, I, I can't count how many times I almost hit the panic button. I cannot count. Especially mm-hmm. those first two... Arguably the first... Yeah, arguably part of last year, too. You know, it's it's... It's going to crush your mind. You know, hey, everybody's taking insurance. You know, I'm the only guy in the area, I think, within like a 10, 15 mile radius that does not take insurance. Mm-hmm. You know. So at what point, though, did, did you start to feel that you can now swim, that your head's above water, you're not going to drown? Honestly, when people started coming back, you know, I'm seeing faces repeatedly. It's like, okay, I must be doing something right. And, you know, Mm -hmm. people left, you know, you're going to lose people and learning things like that too. learning that, you know, I'm not going to be the dentist for everybody. Mm -hmm. I can do my greatest and and, and try my best. And still I'm going to get, you know, I remember my first bad review. It Mm -hmm. it ate me up inside for several days consecutively. And then honestly, COVID hit and I got over it. You know, (laughs) it was right around the time. It's a hell of a cure. (laughs) It was like a week and a half, two weeks right before everything shut down. it was, it was the end of my world until COVID hit. Then it became, okay, well, never mind. You know, learning things like that definitely helped over time. But, you know, that first two years, living in the other doctor's shadow too, you know, not knowing if I should just be myself or should, mm-hmm. tr- should I try and be the last doctor or the doctor before her who was successful? What do they want from me? Who am I? Um, but you just, you just moved into this community. Correct. Years, right? Correct. So, Never heard of this area before. Yeah. So you, you, you don't, you, you know, you're coming from, I don't even know who you are. So now, okay, I actually do know who you are a little bit to, because yeah. I, I mean, there was a, a famous thing Linda Miles said, and I'll never forget it as long as I practice. It takes a person five years to figure out if you're a good dentist, but it takes them five minutes to figure out if you're a jerk. And I, I'll never, ever forget that. And I think that that holds true. But you've got to kind of have the opportunity, right? Right. You know, you've got to have the opportunity. And then over that time, some of the work will come back to you. But very rarely does a person come back. Oh, you know what? That, you know, that MO on number three feels great. I can feel all the <laughs> right. grooves. Right. I, I'm so happy with the anatomy that you spent right. time doing. And, and, and my bite is good. No, it's like, you know what? You didn't hurt me. You respected me. Um, you, you cared about me. You showed that compassion for me. That's the part that you kind of build the relationships with. And that just doesn't happen. You know, nothing I, nothing of value, I think, happens immediately. I think everything of value takes some time to build. So uh, it's pretty impressive that you that you stuck it out. Now, um, from, a, from a, let's talk about your account now. How, how has your account been continued to be instrumental for you? Have they been someone that's helping you track where you're going and they've been someone that you just bounce ideas off. I mean, to talk about that relationship going forward. Both. I mean, you know, like I've known my accountant for about six years now, I want to say, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, and you know, I, I, I know that he's not going to feed me BS, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, like, you know, 
there are times where I don't feel like I'm growing enough because I'm hard on myself. You know, why haven't we done blank point blank yet? And et cetera, et cetera. And he'll let me know, hey, listen, man, you know, this is growth. Here was, here's what you did last year. Here's what you are this year. Here's what the averages are here. You're right on tick. He's been very instrumental in keeping me mentally, whether he knows it or not, mentally going by letting me know, you know, it's not so bad. You know, first year you're expecting this point, this and this point, that. And, you know, dental school sells you a dream that says as soon as you get out, you're going to be rich and famous. And it's just not the truth. So mm-hmm. it gets, it gets tough to not get down on yourself, but by the numbers, he kept me very grounded. Um, so, so here's somebody in their thirties, right? Mm-hmm. Who's doing it, who's living it, who's walking the walk, talking the talk, right? It's not, Oh, that's what somebody else does. That's only high end prosto. That's only full mouth rehab. And, uh, you know, you got to do all on fours or all on six or whatever the hell else you think it must be. Uh, that's not, that's not essential, right? That's right. not what, and, 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 and you talked about learning a lot of podcasts and feeder service and, and, and Facebook. And I, I think there's a trap in social media where everything is fantasy world and everybody has that feeling, well, I'm not doing what they're doing. Therefore I, I I'm, I'm off. And oh yep. my goodness. And you said your accountant helped keep you grounded to that. Do yep. you set goals for yourself or how do you, uh, I mean, obviously you have a minimum you have to make to meet X, Y, Z. Are you right. now saying, listen, we want to project growth of 4%, 5%. Well, take us through that a little bit. So last year or my third year rather was like my getting the systems ready year. I, I took a step back and realized, okay, well, I'm getting some growth, but I don't know why necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I, I spent, you know, a couple thousand dollars in getting my systems proper. I got new uh, software, new computers. I switched to Open Dental. I got a consultant to help me kind of clean up the messes. Got a new communication system, you know, the whole nine. And that showed, you know, the growth that I wanted to show. And this year was supposed to be, you know, the, the, the year I can take off. Um, and then dot, dot, dot. So I don't really know for sure. So I'm hoping next year will be the year I'm able to have sustainable growth. Um, and like I told you yesterday, or actually this morning, um, I just bought the iTero scanner recently, so I'm hoping to use that as part of my new growth um, to getting the Invisalign ramped up. And just in general, patient acceptance. I mean, you know, I can just show a lot more. It makes things mm-hmm. easier for me. I don't have to argue. Along with the fact that I have a good reputation now, I don't have to discuss much. I can show you, here's where this is a problem, and here's how I can fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. All right. so. We're going to wrap this up shortly here. Um, let me ask you this. What advice do you have for the younger you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely be patient. Definitely be patient. You know, you're going to have some good years and bad years. I've only been doing this for, but I, I have, you know, one year was like, whew. And then one year was like, you know, it's just part of the game. You know, you're going to have your good months and bad months. You're going to have your struggles. You know, get comfortable with the understanding that I can't control everything. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing as an associate I didn't understand. You know, okay, everything, you could wake up, have a great breakfast, beautiful shower, get to the office, the compressor's down. You know, it's... It, it's going to happen. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's not that there's nothing I could do about it other than fixing things the best of my ability. And it took that 
that was something I never understood in ownership, you know, up until recently, maybe, yeah, up until March 2020, give or take. Mm -hmm. There are going to be things that are going to knock you off your square and you just got to get up. Um, Yeah, and be patient. Even right now, you know, I, I say all the time, I still don't feel I'm, I'm successful. I'm not there yet, nowhere near. You know, one day I'll be able to look and have a podcast and look at some 30-something and be, ask the same questions one day maybe. But at this point, you know, still swinging, still swimming. I just got to get up and do some dentistry on Tuesday and then go to bed and wake up and do some dentistry on Wednesday and just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So you think the New York mix made a nice, uh, nice run at this draft this year? <laughs> I'm not going to ask you about the Brooklyn Nets because I don't want to hear about Kyrie and KD. I don't want to hear about that. No, we're, 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 it's a coaching community. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it might work. It might work. It might work. You never uh, know. You never know. You uh, never let me know. tell you. You keep doing you the same thing. Know. You never know. <laughs> it's the definition of insanity. Let's see you if that change has helped. Uh, I, I'm very skeptical about the Thibodeau hire, but I think he's a I mean, great they, basketball they mind. Up, they freed up a lot of cap space. I know. I know. I don't but, know who's you know, coming. I don't know why anybody would want to come, but I don't know if they're going to have the patience for a personality like Thibodeau. I think he's a basketball genius, but he's got a reputation of being a hard ass. Yeah, he's going to run him. He's going to run him. Yeah, they, they ran him out of Minnesota. I mean, they they didn't uh, like his stuff, and if the guys don't buy him, look what they did to Beeline in Cleveland. So, and it's another story. So anyway, um, I one final question I want to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Not dentistry related. I appreciate your time and sharing everything with us. Hopefully uh, our listeners will pick up a few things. I know I do. Uh, if you could go back in time okay. to any time, okay. what time would you go and why? Ooh. Back in time in my life or back in time, period? Period. Open end. Ooh. I, I feel like I want to know what the 70s looked like. Okay. Just a general, I'll keep it general. I feel like I want to know what the 70s looked like. How come? I just, it sounds like it was very free and very adventurous and very open and very loving. And anyone who, whenever I play 70s music in the office, people light up, like a quiet light up, like a mischievous light up. And I want in, you know, like I'm an 80s baby. I'm very proud to say that the 90s were phenomenal. I love the 90s. I, I, if I could go back in my, my own life, I'd go probably back to 13 when I first got contacts and dropped the glasses. Um, but in terms of like, yeah, I want to know what the 70s, once again, don't care what, give, give me, you pick one, 72, 75, whichever one, what was going on out there? Let, let me get it. I just want to try the 70s. That's great, man. Well, I, I got to tell you, the 70s music, if you listen to it, the lyrics, I mean, what's the biggest problem we're dealing with? Like me and you and a dog named Boo, we lost our dog, you know? Right. Uh, I, I find it hysterical. Really, everybody <laughs> was just really, really happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, I, I think mean, we some, need that. Yeah, that's, that's very true. So, uh, listen, I promised my last question, but I, I do want to ask you one thing. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, with, with what we're dealing with right now, how do you see yourself moving forward as we've come out of this? I know everyone's had challenges with, with their teams and hiring. And Where do you see yourself moving forward? Are you past the fear, oh, no, we're not going to get back? And, or do you see a projection of where you think your practice can go? 
I, I'm always going to have that fear because I, I, that's just always been me. I always have that fear of something chasing me, that, you know, hidden, that, that invisible dog chasing you. Um, drives you. But, yeah, I mean, that's, if, if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of my office, I feel like myself and my staff are stronger mm-hmm. post-COVID, to be honest. Um, the numbers are doing well. You know, obviously, costs went up. With, but I'm able to buy an iTero scanner, which that wasn't the conversation really last year or the year before. Um, and, and, you know, you just got to adjust. You know, it, it's, it's tough for everybody. Nobody came out really a winner in any of this per se. But, you know, I, I think my staff and I have made some really good necessary changes, and I think patients appreciate it. Um, I think the word is out, and I think some offices honestly have been able to use this to kind of flourish. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I'm one of those. Um, going future forward, we've got some momentum. And honestly, for me, from a personal standpoint, the, this came from kind of a – COVID came at a time where I was kind of getting burnt out. You know, I felt like I kind of jumped the shark. Okay, I'm in year four. Everything's just kind of going steady. I'm kind of tired of this. You know, coming back in June, I really wanted to come back. Like, oh, I, I, I forgot the passion I had in this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting down, you get to see the game go by. You, you realize, oh, man, I really wish I could play. Man, my, my ankle hurts still, but I wish I could get back out there. And it was one of those types of feelings. So to me, I definitely appreciate it a lot more. Um, well, I think uh, that we got to end it on that. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. The practice and the flourish and, and a very positive oh, note. And uh, oh, I, I think oh. as your leadership as, as you express yourself and, and the practice becomes more reflection of you, I think there's no better bet in this world than betting on yourself. So I, I, I wish you all the best and I'll do, you know, I'm always here if you oh, ever absolutely. need someone. Uh, no, I, I'll continue calling you. Continue yeah. And, and, our, and, and this great community that we've uh, trying to cultivate and culture the feeder service people um, as well as understand the other side too. But, Think the fever services and, and Drew and thank God that you put this together and absolutely, absolutely. You never met him, never spoke to him, but thank you, sir. Absolutely, wonderful man. He's a great guy. So thankful and uh, let's. Uh, I'll put your contact information and we'll put that in the show notes. I'm still learning how all this works, but we're trying to incorporate the video aspect to the podcast. So uh, I look forward and I, li- I like the direction that things are heading for dentistry and for the people and. I think we'll come out on the other side a little bit better by the yeah. time it's all said and done. I think it's already, you're already starting to see that when people are saying, listen, COVID is not, not only not being transmitted in dental office, but it's one of the best things you can do is get to the dentist. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I think continue. Anytime you get positive media, it's pretty scary because most times we're, we take it on the, on the chin. And I would like our, our, our people and our reps to step up and say a little bit more on our behalf, mm-hmm. uh, especially the powers that be. So again, Tony, great chatting with you. Much, much continued success. And My pleasure, sir. Love you, brother. Okay? Be well, folks. Take Have care. Have a good one, brother. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast. If you would like to share your fee-for-service story, please fill out our contact form at ffsdentistry.com. Also, be sure to join our Fee-for-Service Dentistry Facebook group. For help starting your dental membership plan, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com and membershipmastercourse.com. Finally, for help with in-house financing, visit dentalfinancingdirect.com. 
And don't forget, your story is what you make of it. This is your name on the door and your reputation on the line. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.